Kaya Podcast. It's time you had the talk. Give your reasons. Say it's not her fault. But you just met a podcast new. bringing you this podcast from Denver, Colorado. We're Cook Street Productions. We're getting fucked up tonight. Am I right? Sure. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Drink to that. I'll drink some wine. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. My name is Justin. That I'm means be... Sauvignon White. <laughs> it's a Sauvignon White. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Justin, and I'll be your host tonight. We're going to start by having each one of you introduce yourselves and maybe tell us something that has just really captivated your attention these past 10 days or so. Two weeks since we've done a podcast. Man. Time flies. Whew. Yeah. We're getting older. Um, yeah. My name is Travis. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to do a music one because I feel like I've, I've, I do that too much. We all have our corners. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Salt Cathedral is a band I've been listening to a lot. They're good. It's a it's the same thing. It's like a, a female front lady, front lady, female front lady. Yeah, and then Start uh, of a male got, front lady. and then a bunch of beeps and clicks and stuff like that <laughs> behind it. Are they as good as Sodium Church? Because I love <laughs> that guy. Are we That's running out of guy. Are we running out of band names? Nope. Salt Cathedral. You're I just, like. You just can throw two words together. I mean, do you think there's a meaning behind it? I'm not defending this specific one, but that doesn't mean there's an epidemic. Like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's an epidemic. not like a name deficiency. There's definitely an epidemic. Right. Have you ever been to church and felt like your crackers were under salted? <laughs> because that happens a lot. Like the body of Christ is. Yeah, the... It's not crackers. Have you felt like your Christ was unsalted? <laughs> it's oh, seasoned bad. wrong. <laughs> they yeah. seasoned it wrong. Yeah. If you're gonna cook a Christ, yeah, it yeah. just feels like you need to make sure you put the seasoning in. You know? <laughs> Uh, I watch TV mm-hmm. almost all the time now. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Um, and I gave Mary Me a shot. Oh, Ken uh, Marino, Casey yeah. Wilson. It's pretty good. Is it really? Oh. It is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, maybe it's just from the dearth of sitcoms now that there's nothing that you can like. I hate sitcoms. I.e. Mulaney. Yeah. yeah. That show might be unwatchable. It's oh, it definitely is. It's so it bad. down is unwatchable. Oh, it's, oh, did you go through two episodes, though? No, I don't need to. I, you're lucky. One I is one. the worst yeah. thing he didn't I've seen on TV. I watched the second one. Yeah, he watched the second one. The, the, first, the first, first episode one. is as bad it's as It's just TV a stand-up. Gets. Yeah. And it's not well-delivered. Um, but yeah, Marry Me is pretty good. Um, it's clever. It's I love Ken Reno. Yeah, I really yeah. like him a lot. And I think yeah. that there's a lot of improv on that show. And like I saw a preview for it and it didn't look funny at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like going to be one of my top shows. What network is it? Is it NBC? NBC, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I need to get through it, but so far so good. You don't need to. And she's cute. I mean, no one's going to make you. Yeah, you're right. I guess I don't need to. I, 
I'm going to cancel my cable subscription. <laughs> You've just cracked the cable. I'm, I'm Evan and I'm confused. <laughs> Cut point. We need Evan on TV Corner. <laughs> no one it. else watches, but no one, none of our listeners watch TV. No one no. watches TV anymore. No. Hulu, I guess. No, it's a dying medium. I love, I love that this is like the underground hipster thing. <laughs> no one watches TV It's the anymore. new thing is I watch TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally I pay, pay for I a pay full a subscription. subscription. I'm not, I don't just... I'm not putting in a password. <laughs> I like that. I have to DVR it myself. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Nate? Uh, I'm Nate. You were Evan, by the way. Yeah. You. Yeah. Still am. Yeah. He is. Um, so I came across this website this week. Porn. No. There's porn on the internet. Ugh. No, I um. So like, I can't remember what it's called, but they do these like lists of things. <laughs> Buzzfeed. Like Buzzfeed. <laughs> uh. It's um. It seems like it might be kind of big. I don't know. It ha- it's clever. Mm, like clever. buzz, like B. I think feed like trough. Buzzfeed trough. is in the website. Trough. Damn it. Yeah, yeah it's I walked trough. into it again. This is twice now. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think its popularity is waning a bit. Is it? There's too many competitors that learned you just name lists. And no yeah. one gives a shit if the list comes from BuzzFeed. They just yeah. want to see now. Just the fact that this many things, man, that that, that list thing really exploded. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I I read. I, have you read articles recently that aren't numbered? <laughs> I can't. It's, I can't. A, it's a whole different experience. They have to have a peri- paragraph break. Yeah, yeah it takes close together. You can see how, like, I read some Rolling Star article about like Obama's not that bad of a president, and I read it, and the whole time I was thinking, if this said seventeen reasons why Obama's not that bad. Be like much more palatable. Four times as many people would have read it, <laughs> yeah, and so, I would have even thought it was more palatable. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, reading sucks, man. TV Corners again. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> You're right. TV's so much better. Um, well, I have had a real Maria Bamford week. I finally saw her special, 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 um, which is on Netflix. been streaming for a while. So I had heard it was good. Um, Maria Bamford... She was in Comedians of Comedy. We probably know her from that, from that movie. Yeah. She's also on Arrested Development as a in rehab with on the Tobias. New yeah, the oh, new, the new season. season. Uh, recovering meth addict. Uh, she's blonde and weird, basically. Yeah. But she's very funny. Um, and the this special that's on Netflix, I've been waiting to see, is her performing in her living room in front of her parents. Yes, I heard this. What? The yeah, entire yeah. time. And I thought it was just a funny first five-minute <laughs> gag. It was like, and yeah, we'll move into concert. Right, right, right. That was just thing. the opening? No. Yeah. Her entire act. And it's like she doesn't, she doesn't, she does her act. Right. She does her act as if she would do it. Yeah. And, does, and they don't even show parents' reactions like, oh, this is awkward. She's doing an impression about me. Right. It's not even about that. <laughs> It's just a really weird experience. That's amazing. Are there like crazy. multiple camera angles and they do like cuts and all that? Or is it just like she there, set up there like is, a There video. are some continuity problems actually a lot. I noticed they cut to this. They, she, I, that's boring. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's her. She breaks to get pizza. Pizza's delivered at one point and the parents eat pizza. There's some guy playing piano right next to her. But like everyone's laughing. They're comfortable with her. Um, she is developing a show on Netflix with Mitch Hurwitz, oh, the creator wow. of Arrest Development. Hmm. Who I guess just signed a deal to oversee a lot of content for yeah. Netflix. Wow, that's cool. That's a good sign. So that's cool. <laughs> um, the other reason that it was sort of uh, synchronicitous this week is uh, Dave, our roommate. Dave, <laughs> shout out. He uh, he's applying for jobs, and the job he went to is a paper company, 
And uh, the first thing they said to him is, as you can see, we do things a little different around yeah. here. Oh, that's man. And that's one of her for, best yeah, yeah. bits yeah. Yeah. of her last great. stand-up is how every job does that for like Hawaiian Shirt Friday. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Walking around I, the office. I love that as you can see. As you yeah. can Just see. The, you probably noticed that John over there doesn't have shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do things a little different around oh, here. Man, as, as always, we'll be betting on the Rotten Tomato score for a movie that is in theaters right now. A couple theaters. Only a few, <laughs> yeah. I think it opens wider tomorrow or next week, but whoever is furthest away from the actual Rotten Tomato score, when we guess at the end of this podcast, uh-huh. stay with me, we'll have to see this movie alone. Uh, that's for the movie Birdman, which stars Michael Keaton, Zach Galifianakis, Chris Ed Norton, and there's a drop-off, but still, those are three pretty nice. fucking great names. Great names. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the names themselves are fine, but the yeah, people. Yeah, they're great names. Yes. But yeah, the actors associated with those names are even better. Zach yeah. Galifianakis is a pretty great name. Yeah. Emma Stone. My key. Emma Stone, Naomi Watts. Yeah. And I think one more. We'll get to that. Yeah. But first, we'll start with a recap, not really, of Gone Girl. Oh, right. Uh, I'm not going to give a recap. Don't I right. saw it today. Spoiler. Uh, woke up at 11, saw 12.20. Oof. Real wake and bake sage. <laughs> My oh, yeah. God, what a movie. That's yeah. the movie you want to be high for. What a film. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. It's yeah, so I great. I would yeah. definitely see it again. Yeah. I've listened to a few podcasts since then that didn't rip it apart, but it talked about the... Basically, I just want to come to an agreement as a culture that we stop... Comp- Comparing these books to the movies. Yeah. It's apples and oranges. It's not going to happen. It's, no. it's, it's, it's 120 minutes to flesh out an entire story versus 400 to 600 pages. pages yeah. yeah. And you're not allowed to use your own imagination right. when you see a movie. Right. You're also um, not allowed to actually use the power of perspective. Like, you're not allowed to... like. That half the book is written from her perspective. Yeah. And half written. You can't do yeah. that in a movie. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not for, I'm not saying that every adaptation is good, but it seems like with Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and now this, which are arguably the four most popular books of the past Noah. 20 years besides <laughs> Noah, and uh, what the fuck is the... Oh, Paul Dan Bart. Brown stuff. No. Like, the, the Dan Brown ones didn't go that well. No. But other than that, we've come to a nice... The the I liked those movies, yeah. Angels and demons and yeah. Uh, yeah. I prefer to see them than read it. I'm putting faith in the industry that they'll make, every they'll make popular the good book ones. that comes out will be a movie well, they that is. It's not really faith in the industry. The time investment. It's not really it's faith an interpretation. in the industry. Yeah, and thank God for Gone Girl that it was David Fincher, right, right, who did it. And I'm, uh, I'm my, not going to read Gone Girl, but I'm just. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not saying write off fiction altogether. I'm, I'm just glad I don't have to read Fifty Shades of Grey anymore. Yeah. I just watch that sex exactly. session. On I think screen. we're at a point where we can assume that any must read book will, will be, be a movie. A, be a movie. Yeah. And you just have to hope that it's a good adapt- adaptation. Uh, this one was, because David Fincher's great, Y'all. and uh, Gillian Flynn, the writer, wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So you really can't pick nits about it. Like, <laughs> it's, you're being, so, I mean, a movie's problem is it's being selective about what to include. And she had oversight on that. Right. Yeah, I I get it in a sense that people feel attached to something once they read it. I know. And oh like, yeah, but I think I I'm not know. saying it's wrong. It's just I refuse to apologize. I refuse to honor their opinion. Right. As like it's not as good as the book. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just saw right. a movie. It's a different and I, medium. This story is new to me. Right. And I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. It's a different medium. It's a different way you have to tell yeah. that story. And boy, was this a story! Like great movie. I'm sure it's a great book. Yeah. It is just 
twists and turns, and I don't want to talk more about <laughs> it, which is a shame because that with this movie like this, you guys haven't seen it. There's nothing to talk about. I really. might see it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, you know, Fincher is 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 ridiculous. Yeah. He's so good. I don't think that, like, I like him more than Tarantino. I like him more than yeah. um, who's the other guy that's like kind of in the same. Oh, Coen Brothers. I would rather see a David Fincher movie than those guys because his style is very reserved at this point in his career. Like he lets the story kind of do it and he just you just recognize it as like, oh, that lighting mm-hmm. or that pacing, that yeah. Trent Reznor soundtrack is very Fincher. He also hasn't missed as much as those True. Like, those, those guys, those I think guys they're, have missed a lot. I think their personality, their point of view gets in the way of the yeah. storyline. I think I like Cohen because you get some comedy with it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're they're super. They've they've done stuff that feels very different. Yeah, the Coen Brothers have stuff that doesn't resemble other stuff they've done. True. Where I don't think that's true with you Tarantino. know exactly that it's a Tarantino. Yeah, and Fincher Definitely too. Know it's a Tarantino I, movie. But I don't think Fincher's yeah Fincher just hasn't missed like like the Coen yeah. Brothers did Lady Killers. The way he uses yeah, the camera true. is just fucking brilliant. I yeah. hate it. <laughs> um, but he really can tell a story, and the ending. I will say that. I was edge of the seat, and I had several <gasps> moments throughout. Yeah. And the actual big, like, capital T twist was not one of them. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that's really great. Like, yeah. I was worried yeah. about... I spent the first hour and a half really worried about, you know, just you're waiting... Yeah, you're trying to the, guess okay, the twist. Okay, right. wow me with this twist. Yeah. He's and dead. And then you're like, okay. But, I mean, there's just a lot to... It's constant misdirection, that movie. Awesome. Uh, so I mean I, I can't imagine anyone not seeing it and it's definitely out there like the I, I watched watching football this weekend and it was going to a commercial break and I don't know if it was Troy Aikman or whoever he was with it was probably Joe fucking Buck but probably. he said this game has had more twists and turns than the second act of Gone Girl <laughs> wow that was really obnoxious it was obnoxious and it pissed me off and I hate I hate being prepared for twists like that yeah um, so all I can say is like in a good way don't don't be like me and think that your enjoyment rests on how well the one twist will right, work. Right. Because it's just, you never know what's going on. It's not an M. Night Shyamalan it's movie. It's excellent. I'd <laughs> like to see it again. Speaking of books, have you guys heard about John Grisham's child porn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have. <laughs> so, Facebook trending. This was my favorite headline I've ever seen on Facebook or any news site. It just said... John Grisham says prison <laughs> sentences often too harsh for child porn watchers. <laughs> is there anything this more incriminating than no. that unusual no. stance? Do the next part. What is the, the reasoning for that to come? Oh my god. <laughs> Damn if you feel it, why, why advertise it? Jesus. Yeah, so very incriminating <laughs> thing to just come out with. Yeah, your, your computer's getting searched right quick. <laughs> develop that axe to grind Jesus. um so there is some background i guess to it he has a friend that um was just getting drunk one night and you know he was just downloading some pics of 16 year old girls and mm-hmm. next day the fbi showed up and put him away for three years and it is a little crazy i did some research the minimum sentence is five years for just downloading a single image hmm. of child porn whereas distributing it is the exact same 
five years minimum. That's mm. weird. Maximum is much higher. Yes. Right, right. You can get 25 years for sure, that. Sure. Yeah. But still a little out of whack. Yeah. Didn't he yeah. say, though, like, I have a bunch of friends? Yeah, so I did I did copy-paste <laughs> the quote. That's my favorite. Because just child porn is so funny. I mean, not the idea of it, but as a punchline. Right. It's very funny. You'll see it in context of this. So many... So this is a quote from Grisham. So many guys my age in prison who would never touch a kid, but they got online one night online one night and started surfing around, probably had too much to drink or whatever, and pushed the wrong buttons, went too far and got into child porn. Oh, no. <laughs> see, it's just such a good punchline. Yeah, it just really rounds, it rounds <laughs> it out. Don't say child porn. Say, like, amateur pornography or something. Amateur. Uh, amateur. Won't They're sound, different. Those Amateur's different. fine. <laughs> yeah, it won't sound as funny. Oh, man. So uh, that was... And, and within 12 hours, this was not a story. He apologized, but... The headline, John Grisham says, prison sentence is too harsh for child porn watchers. Brutal. Just out of the woodwork with that opinion. Yeah, brutal. Also, so when they say downloads <laughs> pictures of like 16-year-olds, yeah, does that mean these drunk guys are going on there and like downloading like JPEGs? Right. Because that's fucked up. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a lot of effort. Like, if, if he's saying like, they get drunk, they go online, Google and image they somehow search. stumble across a picture, and that girl turns out to be 16 right. or something. That's different. But so you like, think downloading porn at all is the crime? Well, it's... In it's, this day and age. Yeah. I mean, it's, you have to be in some weird shit if you have to download it. <laughs> Everything's on the goddamn internet. It's the behavior it's of dinosaurs. No one does Unless that. your fetish is legal, you can find it on the... Worldwide wide web. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're worried that your whatever yeah. you're looking at is gonna disappear, <laughs> then whatever you're looking at is not okay. No, and you should not have it on your hard drive. <laughs> right. Cook Street fan mail. What unmade slash rumored movie would you like to see made? This is from Andy in Charlotte, North Carolina, and his example is Police Academy 8. Which is really rumored, right? I don't. I assumed that it actually was one, and he just miscalculated. Did they make seven of them? They definitely made seven, and they're all great. Each one's better than the last. <laughs> so what we're going to do is each give one movie that we'd like to see made that is kind of rumored, I guess, in development, and one that's more of a pipe dream that, uh, based on our internet searches, I guess, alone... Doesn't seem like it's going to be made, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, let's do just the ones that we've heard about. Okay. First. Okay. Um, I went with Ghostbusters three. Yeah. Which um, for a while sounded like something I had no interest in at all. Oh, you have interest now. Yes. Uh, I didn't up. want Bill Murray. I didn't want. I mean, Bill Murray didn't want to do it. That's no, why he did it didn't not. get made. Yeah, he was going to, and then yeah. he saw the script. And yeah. also, now he's definitely not going to do it with Ramis. Yeah, I mean, Ramis just getting the away. old gang back together, it never works. Oh, so you want a, a whole complete reboot? Yes. Well, I didn't necessarily want it, but now that I know that Paul Feig is doing it... Um, but isn't Ackroyd going to be it? No. Oh, okay. Paul Feig is doing it of Bridesmaids and the Heat director. Okay. He has said it's going to be an all-female cast. Whoa. And I you know it's gonna be wig love and Rudolph. this idea because I think that... Yeah. The, of the top ten comedians in the world, I think seven of them are women right now. I really, there aren't many men I could say positive Did you do the about. math on that? Yeah. yeah I I'd like to there hear are no men that seven. I've met. Seven out of ten. Louis Mulaney. 
Who are the women? Who are these seven? Yeah, who are these seven? Because you're going to say Tina Fey and you don't mean it. No, Tina Fey deserves to be up there. Top ten. We're we're not talking about stand-ups then necessarily. No, not necessarily stand-ups. Just uh, the the, the people. And a lot of it's based on body of work. It's not that Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn aren't still the funniest people in the world. I just can't see them do a lot more. Yeah. But someone like... Mindy Kaling, you're saying or more Amy like, Schumer, more or like Sarah girls, Silverman. women that are putting things out and like, or not. There's a lot more yeah. to see. There's a lot right. more interesting looks to give. I think. Right. Um, so I'm. They have not announced any casting for it. Immediately, people thought Melissa McCarthy's a sure thing. I thought it'd just be bridesmaids cast. Yeah, it's Feig, but that's just yeah. Weird. I mean, because it's Paul Feig, Melissa McCarthy was in the Heat and yeah. Bridesmaids. Right. You think she'd be part of it? Kristen Wiig seems like a very natural yeah. Bill Murray. Absolutely, he's said someone that is that is weird. It, that's a really odd comedy. The oh, star and funny. the snarky, right? Like that's really odd. Yeah, to make I mean, just surrounded by nerds and black guys, basically yeah. what Ghostbusters is from what I've gleaned. Um, <laughs> Anyway, Lena, Do- Lena Dunham talked about it too, saying Whoa. like when we heard this was announced, I think every female comedian in Hollywood got excited when they heard about she it. She should write it. So like who's going to put together this cool. dream team of four female comedians in Ghostbusters? I think it sounds like a that would be cool. great movie. Does it, yeah, it, I love it as an idea. <clears throat> Do you think it's a little weird that Paul Feig is doing this whole... He's leading this charge. <laughs> right. There should be a woman. He's a guy. <laughs> yeah. I bet his wife is I think very happy. With it him. seems. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a little bit of a novelty at this point. Like I, I it's it's stupid because the the positives outweigh the negatives of this. Like, it's good for Hollywood. It's good for the movie industry for this to happen. And there's not enough people doing this. But it's just seeming like at this point. It's not a female perspective if it's written and right. or at least directed by a man. Hmm. I don't know. I think that's, he, that's who really wrote? reductive, though. Like, why? I mean, it's not because he's got male hands shaping the story, but at the same time, don't you think that there's enough female influence that he's not in collaboration? He's listening. He's listening. I don't think it's reductive to say that it's it's. I mean, the director's influence. He you wrote, don't think Bridesmaids is from a female perspective. It was say, written yeah. by two women. Right. Yeah. Is he saying, this is written I'm by the writer saying of that the Heat. It's it's who's a girl for the, this the man. Be? Yeah. It's already written. Katie Depolt. She's signed on to write it. Okay. So, so it's the makers of the Heat, which ain't great. great. No, that's not great. It's not good. But uh, <laughs> I just I, it's well, a little funny that the guy who's leading this charge is a or the person that's leading this charge is a man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe even more depressing that that's what it takes to get it done. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah, the um, the cast for this obviously, like I said, not announced, but I decided to make one. Mm-hmm. It took me so long. <laughs> um, here's what I've come up with, and this doesn't necessarily fit into Vankman, Egon, oh. Spangler. That's the same people. Egon, <laughs> Ray, Ray, and Winston. Though you do need some diversity. Yeah. So Emma Stone, as sort of the main. <laughs> She'll have a romantic interest. Cut. Great. Kind of thing. Uh, Amy Poehler. Right up next. Amy Poehler. Super funny. Okay. Um, Maya Rudolph. (laughs) Chemistry with Poehler. Is that your diversity diversity card? Oh, that's your diversity? Chemistry with the fourth, I'm sure. And I don't know if anyone's going to appreciate this, but I love it. It's Tig Notaro. Ooh. I really like a dry yeah. lesbian. <laughs> fourth, like, fighting ghosts. Yeah. Like, just, I, I mean, what I'm imagining from this is a bunch of 
women that don't want to get their hands dirty. So I like, immediately think of Lena Dunham, Mindy Kaling, like mm-hmm. Tina right. Fey. Just be a lot of like, oh my god, what's going on? And that'll be funny. But like, I don't want Melissa McCarthy at all. Yeah. Because I think that when she gets involved, it's all about her. And they have way too much respect for her improv abilities. Like, it just seems like every time she's in a movie, I have to appreciate how great she is. And she's funny. But in an ensemble, I don't want her in this ensemble when there are so many choices. Hmm. Uh, Chris and Wig, I would have loved to have in there. But I would like Amy Poehler to do something different than Parks and Rec. Yeah, I know. I think she's. I wonder what her next she's step great is. She's Baby Mama and yeah. Bridesmaids, and that's it for her filmography. I know. Well, really I think she's done having kids for a while, so that should help. Yeah. So the people she I just kept having babies were uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Mindy Kaling, Sandra Bullock, Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, Ellen DeGeneres, Emily Blunt, <laughs> Jenny Slate, Chelsea Peretti, Lena Dunham, and Jennifer Lawrence. Mindy Kaling could be Jennifer there. Lawrence. Not doing that. Movie. She'd be Emma Stone. She'd be the. You need someone that's. <laughs> you need someone that's, that's funny and hot. I don't see her taking that movie. Is what I'm saying. She seems well, to have moved she, on. Wait, they to... have to sell tickets. No, her taking the movie. I think. Well, I'm not saying Ghostbusters wouldn't she want her. Seems to like of course, money. Ghostbusters wants her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's Everybody in her choices her. now. Why not? But... I mean, that's going to be a July 5th, $80 million opening weekend. I guess it will. Yeah, if Jennifer Lawrence it's is gonna get some, yeah. It's going to get some backlash from some nerds. But, like, the actual Ghostbusters mythology isn't alive anymore. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. There's no for cartoons. Us, born in 1984. Probably the same year the first one came out, or around there. Yeah, around there. It does matter less to us, yeah. I think. Which is why I'm not like, I have, sensitive about this sort of I had the Ghostbusters house. Oh, I love it. Firehouse. Like, I love the cartoon, too. Yeah, so yeah. did I. I loved that before I liked the movie. I loved it. I'm just not a fucking baby about them remaking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna reboot everything. Why, I don't, the why idea, we fight things? The idea, I guess what I'm excited about is that you could have, like, it happens in male comedies we'll say all the time where it's like old school let's get three or four funny guys together and make yeah. a movie and this is it has not really happened yet besides bridesmaids where that's been the case so i'm yeah. down for that yeah with all the options the casting though will probably piss me off. that's i didn't know about that one i'm more excited about that than the ones i have um but i'll i'll mention mine jurassic world which is jurassic that's Park not rumored that's like happening right yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah um which has Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. I think that's pretty awesome. She's good. Yeah. And that's going to be fun. Another Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. That's what they can do now. It's about time. They can do a lot. I wonder if it'll be better. I mean, it not, be. obviously not, not better than yeah. Jurassic Park. It's yeah. not better than Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, no. I but I mean, if it'll be. look better. It'll it definitely will look, look better. better. Will it? Yes. Why wouldn't it? it, it because those movies looked so they good. They looked great. They looked in retrospect, when I watched it, it's been all, it's been yeah. like twenty five I mean, years. They were they were careful about what they could show. But compared to the technology bit. of the time, oh absolutely, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At I, this thought, point, you'd have to blow Avatar out of the water. Yeah, which is difficult. Planet of the Apes did great, and if they can do that with dinosaurs, go on. What? Or actually, don't. Donald, yeah, I'll just download the it. podcast where we talk. Yeah, about we talked about Planet of the Apes. It was great. Um, that's a good one though because I was thinking about that with Ghostbusters of like what creative property in my childhood was yeah. like untouchable are you right? ready and like I'm Jurassic excited Park. for Jurassic World yeah yeah, especially with Chris Pratt yeah. yeah just do it well this time please. Yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be like they were saying how they're not gonna try and bring back any of the old characters yeah they should <laughs> yeah, and it takes place like yeah but it takes place like well I guess it makes sense it takes place like 20 or 25 years after the, yeah the original. like after the park is like so shut down like, and stuff today. and like yeah. overrun island so they made a new 
No, it's like over the runs. No, islands it's, like overrun. It's the old like, island after gone. twenty yeah. years. Later. The reason right. for yeah getting back to the islands always sketchy. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, what that means. absolutely. <laughs> Just burn just it down, leave it? John Hammond. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one I'm equally as excited about is um, Rounders Two. Whoa. Which both Damon and Norton are really into, apparently. That's happening? Well, With the same cast? No. No, just oh. Norton and Damon, and I, something, I think one of the bigger, older guys, like De Niro or somebody's rumored. But, like, it's not definitely going to happen, but the fact that Matt Damon and Ed Norton both yeah. wanted to. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I was actually thinking there hasn't really been no. a good card movie besides they, the round. They no. tried to do Lucky You. Was that Eric Bana and Drew Barrymore? Yes. What? Yeah, he good. taught her how to play cards. So yeah. terrible. Well, what was the yeah. Kevin Spacey one about the MIT 21. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, which that wasn't, Jack. That wasn't that bad. It was no, a neat story. Was and yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah. no, no, no the book's better. That's there you go. And Casino Royale was the dumbest yeah, the poker in that was oh, such bullshit. Poker's bad. Yeah. Um, Royal Maverick, flesh. Maverick, Maverick. That's got cards. <laughs> but yeah, since then there hasn't been any. That's that's one of those where you just pray they don't name it Rounders too. Yeah, I know. Just name it something else. Rounding into form. Let me <laughs> round harder. <laughs> All right. Um, so I've had a couple interesting ones, but only one that I flushed like wanted to actually that I cast. Um, but Darren Aronofsky was supposed to do Batman Year One. Which is Batman, the kid, right after his parents die, and he gets adopted by, like... That's like year nine. By a local... Year one of him being Batman. And it ends with him, like, fighting crime in a homemade suit, like, not having it figured out yet. Right. As a kid? Which I kind of like, yeah. Well, I think it you get So they can't years. do that because of Gotham now. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I doubt they're going to do that. That's yeah. cool, though. But it, it was ended up going to be Aronofsky. Yeah, time, he's... So. Um, <laughs> this one was crazy. Do you know that the characters... Vincent Vega... And Vic Vega in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, they both have the last name Vega. It's Michael Madsen in Reservoir Dogs and John yeah, Travolta yeah, yeah. in. So there was rumors of them having like a, a prequel with the brothers. brothers. Yeah, because they're not alive. No, no, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. huh. That would have been the nuttiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but it's crazy they have the same last name. Like I think that was just like a nod, maybe. To, yeah. Just as a quick aside, have yeah. you heard about this Travolta stuff? No. no. So he had... I bet he's doing something super gay. Super gay. <laughs> yeah. Super gay and maybe in the air because he loves airplanes. So <laughs> it just came out that... Um, he just came out? That the guy who he's been like <laughs> oh, right. silencing yeah. Yeah. for months or years, he is no longer allowed to silence. Like this guy is his lover apparently. Yeah. And he's been trying to come out for years saying that's that's what's happening and he's just blocked him like through the courts or by paying him off or something. You could block him through the courts and I don't coming know out? How, I don't know how it's Yeah, happened. that doesn't seem but legal. Anyway, I think he's so just paying him, right? It's like this weird ticking clock of any day. <laughs> We're just going to hear about it. It's so ridiculous. It's like when he got married, he just married the hottest sex symbol at the time because yeah. he's like, yeah, guys think she's hot. Yeah. And he yeah. just never was she straight. Was she was she's, so in twins. Oh, my God. Twins, it, yeah. it yeah. formed me Jerry Maguire, to where yeah, I am today. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, it formed you. It formed my boner yeah. to Meredith today. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I took form. So <laughs> what I went with is the thing that Cook Street wants to do. The Jetsons real life movie. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I put that. that in parentheses of yeah. don't rant about the I Jetsons. know, I, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> it's apparently been in production for a while. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is supposed to direct it, which I think is a weird choice. What? Yeah. Wait, so <laughs> it is happening? Yeah. It's Should been in production for like... I mean, it's not Robert actually Robert Rodriguez, happening. fucking spy it's kids. weird. My George Jetson is William H. Macy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> My Jane is Kristen Wiig, because why not? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. My Elroy is Jacob Laughlin, who's Neckbone from Mud. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, Judy. Great. Judy is Elle Fanning. She's hot. She is getting hot, right? Wait, yeah, who's I mean, she? I meant Ju- I meant Janet. What's her name? Judy. Judy. She was hot in the in the cartoon. Who's yeah. the woman? Elle Fanning, Dakota's younger sister. Oh, she's hot. Younger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How old is she? She's like eighteen. Just I think. In there. Um, I I had trouble with Rosie. Twenty five in France. Well, she's a robot. I know. Scarlet would be a voice. No, she's she's, she's played her robot. I went with Sarah Silverman just because I want a snarky. She was pretty snarky in the show. I yeah, she was. Snarky. And my Astro is Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a voice, right? So Jetsons. Jetsons. Well, I actually went with. An animated one. I actually have animated movies for both my answers. Okay. Um, this has not been a rumor I've heard in 15 years. Okay. But 15 years ago, I used to hear it a lot. Um, a Calvin and Hobbes movie. Mm. Um, and what's weird about it is I think I don't want them to do it. Yeah, you're such a faithful fan. I'm I am. Yeah. It, but it like, seems like a weird medium for Calvin and Hobbes. It is. <laughs> but in terms of like my biggest like com- comedic influences and... And just general influences. I don't it's know. a weird thing that I found out about you recently is how into Calvin and Hobbes oh you were. Oh my god! Like I just I never best. read comic strips. So I just never. Yeah, like, I, didn't I never got into it. That was the only one I, I read. Yeah. Um, well, that and Tintin, but I was just a you know a boy. So. Did you watch Tintin the movie? No, it was garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> it seems like you wouldn't want Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't. Um, and the biggest problem is the voice. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know how you don't know you what do you expect for that. And like I've seen them re um animate mm. uh like projections of Calvin as an adult with his grown tiger as Hobbes and it's I hate it. Yeah. I hate it sounds it. terrible. So I don't necessarily but <laughs> I, what I would love to have happen is for like a small like somebody like Bill Watterson to give the rights to Calvin and Hobbes to some just like genius 20-year-old who just kicks ass and you don't hear about it and then it comes out and somebody tells you, holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Somebody figured out Calvin and Hobbes. Because that would make me more excited than pretty much anything, any other story. I looked up a lot of things that are being made, by the way. Did you guys have this where I was like, Archie, nope, that's coming. Everything, everything's Uh, being made. Gambit, oh right, Channing Tatum's going to play him. Maybe that should switch out Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. I looked at one and it wasn't getting made. There you go. There you go. Well, go for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need you guys to put your shoes on though. Take a walk with me. Alright, just one second. Imagination station, maybe. <laughs> and then yeah. where do we go? Take do we get on a train or do we just stay quick there? train to the near future, Evan. Oh. Very near. I already said Jetsons. <laughs> no, near future. Oh, okay. So twenty sixteen election. Global warming. Continues, mm, continues, I've continues. Heard this. The coasts come in. <laughs> War. It gets worse and worse. There's these energy battles going on, right? So the population, is there a lot of water? There's population of the U.S. is dwindling, uh, right? Uh, but we're still fighting these wars. But warfare has changed, as it already has now. Drones. Cyber. Drones. It's all about drones. It's all about... Cyber. Yeah. So rather than the young, the 19-year-old man being recruited to be yeah, in the army... The drafty frontliner. Yeah. Like 13-year-old boys. No, it could be maybe someone who's um, a little older. Um, sound of Mind. Are you casting Space yourself? G.I. <laughs> Jane. Hear me out. <laughs> You're not going to believe where this, this ends up. This elevator pitch has really got me going <laughs> everywhere. It's a tall building. 
we're in right now. Imagination Elevator's going sideways. <laughs> so, so you see this new world. It's, it's kind of where we're going. So now they're, they're targeting um, older older women, nice. in fact, to be... Uh, okay. Because they're, they're... To pilot the drones? To pilot these drones. Okay. Um, and so... <laughs> Golden Girls meets Pacific Rim. Not older. Not old. Not uh, old. Okay. Older. Okay. Um, but there's this one lovable <laughs> woman that we don't want to have to join the draft. No, right? we don't want that. We want her to be able to dodge the draft. The queen. Um, she goes by the name of Sandra Bullock. <laughs> That's her character name? It's... it's the proposal too. Oh no! They need to fake a divorce so that Bullock can get deported and dodge the newly oh instituted hot old broad draft. Your mind is so weird. <laughs> you, thought, time no. yeah. you thought that was the but, only but, vehicle for the proposal too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they don't want to actually get divorced. That's great. So yeah, though. proposal two, edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. You can't call edge of tomorrow. They think the. Need a fake divorce so that she can get out and dodge the draft. All right, I'll do mine real quick. Um, so this is about the formation of the Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Mm. Um, I don't. There's there's nothing that like made me think that like they have an interesting story other than just I'm sure you can get ninety minutes out of that, and that's what I still believe. Yeah. That I think you can. It's called Till There Was Wu. <laughs> um, I don't I like know that. ten young black actors to flesh out the yeah. whole cast. Mm, that's a long, that's a lot. But I'm thinking Donald Glover and yeah. Michael B. Jordan are pretty obvious choices. Yeah. Probably Riza, Jizza, and maybe ODB. What's interesting is that Riza is the de facto leader of ten rappers. I think that decision However, that ended up that way. Yeah. I feel like that's a good fight. Could you imagine that happening now? Yeah, it's There's insane. No well, Tyler the Creator. Yeah, he has like a well, that's the that's the, future, I mean, the reason I didn't mention Odd Future is because I want to make that movie. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's <clears throat> gonna make this one. Uh, Method Man would play himself despite being fifty. Yeah. That's right, he still looks young. But I just can't imagine. I don't want to see anyone else playing. Yeah, him. that's no, weird. I, I don't want to see. I wouldn't uh, believe him. Um, so the way I see it, they're pre-woo days. It's probably like ten minutes. Then they gotta get the team together. That's about ten minutes. Little Ocean's Eleven then style. Then there's a rocky <laughs> start of meshing personalities. Mm, That's studio time. Followed by them figuring out their style and like getting popular and the rise to fame. Now we're at minute forty-five. <laughs> then we got twenty minutes of just things are great. <laughs> so how do we flesh out that last half hour? Yeah. We got a rise. Break up. Fall. <laughs> well, ODB. Oh, is, he had quite a fall. Had a lot of legal problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's dead, right? Multiple, yes, multiple yeah. prison sentences. He interrupted Sean Colvin's 1998 Grammy acceptance speech to complain about not winning the Grammy when P Diddy won for the B.I.G. Goodbye song or whatever. The I'll be missing you. So that was Kanye before Kanye was Kanye. I mean, that's yeah. 13 years before apparently ODB stormed the Grammys acceptance <laughs> speech to say like this is bullshit. Oh, wow, Puff Daddy sucks. And they were and like them and like I mean he and Ghostface Killa specifically had beefs with P Diddy, Mace, Biggie, Fifty Cent. Good God, I'd watch this movie. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. he was right about P Diddy, right? Oh the, yeah, absolutely. He sucks. I mean, at as the end, rapper. at the end of the day, that's why I want to see this movie. Is Wu Tang continues to be the most revered hip hop hip hop group of like all time, mm -hmm. basically. 
And I don't even love them that much. No. But they're pretty good. Right. I'd like there to be a scene where they all go to Japan or China or Tibet <laughs> and have a spiritual quest. Because of the woo? The woo? Yeah, because like that's a big part. I mean, they Riz, love it. Yeah. RZA does. He, like, d- he did a movie. Karate him. movie. Yeah. It's definitely Iron Fist. I assume there was a pilgrimage of some point that was taken. Right. Just imagine ten woos <laughs> in Tibet. Yeah. Just well, the fish out. You of can't woos, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Till there was woo. <laughs> Christmas 2018. <laughs> what have you got to woos? That was subtitle. <laughs> it's a really serious preview. ODB dies 2004. That's the ending, and just. What have you got to woo? <laughs> a comedy by Evan Shepard. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, I went the sequel route that would never be made. American History 11. <laughs> <laughs> that was 10, right? So we're going to go to 11. Uh, <laughs> Think of prequel 1 through 9. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go afterwards. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Ed Norton has a meet cute with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, you're serious? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Michael Jordan. Jordan. You fleshed it out. Yeah, he has a meet cute with Michael B. Jordan, who's the hardcore Black Panther leader. So we're going to go the other way with it. We're going to go deep into that side of things. Is, is the Black Panther being a, a situation you should not be involved in either? Right, yeah. Oh. No, that's a so it's the opposite. I love it. You got, you got Gabrielle Union as his wife, obviously. Honey. Playing the Feruza Balk character from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, How could she ever beat those? I think I have it. I have it ending with uh, Michael B. Jordan not curb stomping the Malfoy kid from Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Um, and then him singing Ebony and Ivory at Aryan Karaoke, which is overseen by Michael Shannon again. Michael (laughs) Michael Shannon's the head of the Aryan Nation in this one. Oh yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, So this this movie, I don't know if this is a cop out or. Oh, I also forgot. Cop out too. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I forgot to say the BFG should have been in the first part because yeah. Spielberg's making that. What is that? I would. Oh, big, big friendly giant, friendly giant, little doll. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's like that's when a, be... when a rumor, yeah, meets a Spielberg a whisper. <laughs> right, it's still very far away. Well, and so is this other one that I am going to say, um, which is the Phantom Toll Booth. Um, which you got no. Um <laughs> Go for three. <laughs> I bet it's Corback McCarthy. <laughs> no, not at all. It was a, it's a movie about God, that book is so good. Um it's a book it's a it, I guess it's not animated. Um but it's a it's book made? from nineteen seventy. No, it was movie. made into it's a, a shitty animated movie Uh-oh. in like nineteen seventy five. It was the okay. book was written in nineteen seventy. It's all about about this little boy who finds a magic toll booth and it's all about language which is what i love about it um but like it's just this crazy world people grow down instead of growing up they start up in the air they just Whoa. um be gone odious wasp you smell of decayed syllables is a line in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway the guy who uh is rumored to make this movie um is gary ross who apparently this was in 2010, the rumor, he, he signed on with Warner Brothers to make it, and just nothing's happened. But Gary Ross did, he wrote Big, he wrote Mr. Baseball, oh, he wrote Dave. What? Um, did he write something recently? He, he wrote and directed Pleasantville and Seabiscuit. <laughs> wow! And then, 
And then in 2012, the Hunger Games. Because didn't. Uh, okay, so that's why we've talked about we've yeah, talked about we this have. man before. Yeah, he's a he, genius. Well, he's well he cut Mr. Baseball, genius. Dave, and what was the first Mr. Dave. Baseball. Mr. Baseball is fucking great. You guys, fucking that is great a great movie. You guys movie. are nostalgic no. <laughs> for a movie that's terrible. We're nostalgic newsies. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not a good movie. That is a great Whoa. movie. Mr. Baseball is a great. It movie. is. It is. It taught us a lot. Of and you're also <laughs> about a, about culture culture clashing communication. And then he hitched his wagon to Tobey Maguire for two straight movies. That's yeah, a mistake. Well, I'm not defending those. Yeah, certainly not. <laughs> but I'm saying I, I I think he's yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm so. But he's in. not going to make it, right? Well, no, it's twenty two thousand Yeah. Um. So maybe it'll happen. Who knows? What are they calling it? It, I mean, Phantom Toby. Phantom Toby. What is uh just for the listeners out there? What's your Netflix profile name? The Phantom Trav Booth. <laughs> that was fan mail tonight. <laughs> the Phantom Trav Booth. Cook Street Fan Mail. Alright, we were running a little behind schedule, <laughs> so I'm gonna try and streamline this. What's your guess? <laughs> uh, the movie we're gonna talk about tonight, briefly, is Birdman. Uh, it is an Alejandro Inaritu movie. He is famous for doing Babel mm. and 21 Grams and Amoros Peros. God damn it. Why do I always get Corbon and then. Sparrows? Amoros Peros. Love dogs. Dog yeah, dogs. there is a there is like must a dog. love dogs. There is like a yeah <laughs> remake. Yeah, no, yeah. All he directed was the translation from Must Love Dogs. <laughs> he, then he just got had the voice off of that. Just had the voice actors in. Yeah. Brad Pitt over. saw that and was like, "I'm in." Crazy. Uh, so he is. He also did Beautiful, which is a 2010 oh, yeah. movie with Javier. Javier Bardem. So he is known across these lands for how depressing his movies are. Right. Super, super heavy-handed. Kids dying, just no, not an ounce of humor. Babel's tough. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Brutal. He's, uh, one well could done. say he's pretentious, especially compared to his other two amigos of the three amigos, which is Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, he's Gravity, in the three amigos? Children of Men. And then Del Guillermo del Toro, who's Pan's Labyrinth right. and Pacific Rim. You know, Ritu's the third one. Gotcha. And he's the one that wears scarves and takes himself way too seriously. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, he, his, his, his motive is realism. He talks about it all the time. And that's, like, how he separates himself from, like, a Pan's Labyrinth and gravity type. Right. Birdman, alternative title, is The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Good choice to go with Birdman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like the impulsive earnest. That's brutal. It tells the story of an actor played by Michael Keaton, uh, who's famous for portraying an iconic superhero. Like he, Michael Keaton. There you go. <laughs> as he struggles to mount a Broadway play as director. Hmm. The entire film is the days leading up to opening night, where he battles his ego and attempts to recover his family, his career, and himself. Weird as shit. Yeah. Especially for a movie called Birdman. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, the uh, as far as the battling his ego, a lot of it I don't know if a lot of it is, but they have Birdman following along Michael Keaton with Keaton playing both and some camera trick to do it. 
as basically his conscience for a lot of it. Mm. Got it. Like it's, Ooh, it's I a, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, like it's a psychological thing. Yeah. I think we should just watch a trailer right now. Yeah. Cool. Are you afraid people will say you're doing this play to battle the impression that you're a washed up comic strip character? Absolutely not. That's why 20 years ago I said no to Birdman 4. Pull the man's off. Thank you, everybody. You do pull the man's Now you're about to destroy what's left of your career. Oh, we should have done that reality show they offered us. Shut up. You know I'm right. You're so nice. Hey, so, uh, why don't you try to rest a little bit? Face it, Dad. You're doing this because you're scared to death, like the rest of us, that you don't matter. And you know what? You're right. You don't. Baby, can you... Well, that was a better preview than we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to predict... Right now, the score. The the Zach Galifianakis gets best supporting actor. What think so? What I uh, want is Michael Keaton to get. Yeah, I think he's a big part of the movie. He deserves it. Like whenever you're playing a character that seems like you're, he's just breaking down, and it's not. It is. This is not Gone Girl. This is like psychological. This is like Charlie Kaufman wrote it. Is what yeah. it but like. people love to reward comic actors for doing serious yeah. things. Yeah. It's kind of a comeback. For Same. Him. I mean, what's he done where he's been the main guy? It definitely. I mean, Keaton. Yeah. Oh, recently, the main guy. It would be nineteen like ninety seven, nineteen ninety six. Right. Multiplicity might be the last thing. I'm he sure was, there's other he stuff. That's he was smaller. tremendous in other guys. Yeah. No, he's he's <laughs> yeah, he was. He is a big deal, and we shouldn't get into it because we can't trust the Rotten Tomato scores of pre nineteen ninety five movies. Yeah, but for us, he is what I mean. Bill Murray just kept going. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I love. And so did Tom Hanks. But yeah, Michael Keaton was on that track. He yep. was Keaton or Hanks. That was the debate. I love Keaton, and he just didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it, right? He is a yeah. noted fly fisherman in Montana. Really? Like he's famous for <laughs> like that. Competitively? There. They don't know him. But, uh, yeah, I don't... That's he, pretty funny. His, his focus on, like, privacy and stuff. Yeah. And obviously the relationship that's there between playing a superhero... Right. And then trying to... Fly. Probably I drew mean, on some real-life inspiration. So, yeah, yeah. Is, what's the deal with that? Is there... Was it written for him? Yeah, I checked so many times because I wanted an answer, a definitive answer on that. And uh, it was not written for him necessarily, but it says he was targeted very early yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, and Inoritu uh, met with Michael Keaton, and Keaton said he thought he was just, the, the whole thing was a joke. So it was either and him or Adam. He considered for this lead actor role in Beautiful 21 Grams Babel. Like, this is a black comedy. It was either yeah. Keaton or Adam West. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It had to be a Batman. Right. Yeah. But not Clooney or Batman. No, or no. Or Kilmer, yeah. Um, but like... Kilmer could have done it. And in every interview, Keaton's talked about how it's not... You know, he doesn't see it. He doesn't see a relationship between, really? between those two. I mean, it's obviously there from a surface level. But other than that, he's not like trying to stay famous no. making it. And he said, you know, the character he's playing is someone that's extremely insecure... And that's pretty much the entire movie is his break, his, the breakdown of his ego. And that's um, not Keaton. No. Yeah, he said he's. That's yeah. fair. He said he's Keaton said he's never felt he's never needed to be validated. It never seems point. like it. No, no, he doesn't. He's so goddamn charismatic. Yeah, he really I can't is. Can't think of anyone more. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, he is good. 
I'm so excited for his return. I mean, I'll watch him for the two hours and 18 minutes that it is. For $18 million, by the way. That's the budget. Wow. That that's pretty low. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen Galvanakis and... I mean, obviously not a comedian. Yeah, he's been role. doing a lot of interviews. Galvanakis has lost a lot of weight. He looks good. He has. Like 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah. no, and also Ed Norton is a, yeah. a lot kind of in common with Michael Keaton. He is. Yeah. I mean, Ed Norton, that, those, like, what, 1998 through, or no, earlier, 96 through 2000, you know, with Primal Fear, yeah. American, American History X, X not 11. Club, Club. And then 25th the Hour. The score rounders, mm. yeah. I mean that that was as good of a stretch. He as was on it. He was on. Oh, he was on the path. The things sure. we credit Gosling for right now, Norton actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always welcome him. What's interesting to me is that he played Hulk, so right. he's not the only right. superhero yeah. since yeah. Keaton and Emma Stone was in Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. And apparently the whole thing, the only thing that might seem annoying in its heavy handedness in this movie is that it's all about how superhero movies have just killed creativity in Hollywood and yeah. Inarritu is really just that's a bit of a yeah <laughs> on that. yeah, that's yeah he's pretty heavy handed he yeah. so is he so which is. might be a problem yeah. have you guys uh, I don't I know I don't think anyone's seen Beautiful probably but no, that was no. it, and it is legitimately the most depressing thing I've ever seen <laughs> good I mean Babel wasn't um, far off from the most no, depressing yeah. thing I've ever no, seen so. 21 Grams like yes. Nate, you own that, I believe. I did have it for a little and, uh, for a little while. And you can't watch that more than once. <laughs> Passed it on. No. Yeah, I mean, he he's he prides himself on realism and tragedy and how life actually is. So this is a really, it's a departure. Right. We can say. Um, Babel was a 69%. Despite mm, being like, so critically. The, like sec- the runner-up probably for best right. picture or whatever that year was. 69. 69%. What was 21 grams? 21 grams. I liked that movie. I thought that movie was well done. Yeah. I mean, I think all of his movies are really impressive and uh, clearly good, but so not entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> this one looks like it could be, though. Yeah, yeah, this is this is different. Twenty one grams was eighty yeah. percent. Amor Amoris Peros was ninety two. Um, Love Dogs. Beautiful was sixty three. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Director wise, he went ninety two, eighty, sixty nine, sixty four. That's not a lot. Either. It's a decline, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about. It is a continuous take. The entire movie Whoa. is made is edited like it's one long take. Wait, so is Whoa. it? Oh, like it's, it's not two like actual that. hours. Like they'll flash above um, to like show the sky and show day turning into night and then flash okay. back down. But it basically it's, it's probably like 15, 10 minute takes. Right. The entire film. Holy shit! Over, it over seem, a couple days, but yeah. yeah. What a the, pain in the, the ass. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The trailer really did seem kind of like that. It was just constant movement. Yeah, right. he was constantly walking in New York. Walking, and, yeah. So they've all been edited together. They would do fifteen pages of dialogue at a time. <gasps> Whoa, that sucks. Which is cool <laughs> that it's a I mean, movie. It's, great. Yeah. Yeah. it's a cool. It's a movie about putting on a. Pl- it's this Broadway director's right. you know, nervousness about a play opening, and that's very theater like to have that much dialogue to memorize yeah. and the yeah. way they're staging it. So there's a lot of that. It kinda of reminds me of Synecdoche in New York, just in the meta stuff that's going on. Do you guys have any questions at all? The so the cast I guess you saw in the preview, besides Michael Keaton, is 
Galifianakis, who plays the producer of the Broadway play. Mm-hmm. Amy Ryan plays his ex-wife. Yeah. Emma Stone, his daughter. That line in the fucking preview of you're worried that you don't matter. Well, guess what? You don't. Shouldn't be in a preview. It's so good. Yeah, it shouldn't be in a preview, that, though. That amped it up a lot. <laughs> it's a little too and, revealing. And, yeah, no, it's on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. Ed Norton and Naomi Watts are the actor and actress like mm-hmm. in the play, which is a Raymond Carver short story he's trying to adapt. Like a really actionless, boring yeah. one story room that play, he's right? yeah. But he's in the play as well. Keaton. Keaton is? That's what they said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Acting, yeah, Ed Norton said you're acting, directing, starring. Oh, I did not play. know that. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen the score, so I guess I'm biased. <laughs> what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes score is? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Off topic. Do you guys want to see Birdman this week? <laughs> After I see Gone Girl. The people that don't lose. Yeah, yeah I might go to that again. <laughs> I really am down to see it tomorrow. Cool. I would love to so go to that game tomorrow. Well, oh, we can get hot dogs. Or burritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should eat. It's hot two dogs. Ha- it's two and a half hours. <laughs> Why hot dogs? <laughs> oh, Who gets hot dogs? Easy to bring Why are you so excited to see Wait, you're going to bring in hot dogs? That's ridiculous. You have the choice of any other dish. Exactly. It's so, it. so sleep shaped. It is. And yeah. Oh, yeah. with the condiments. <laughs> with the condiments. No, 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 no. Just do like a. We'll stop at the ballpark. And we'll get some spoil. <laughs> you know, ballparks aren't open 24 7. Just. <laughs> Season's you over. You get a good price on those dogs. Yeah, yeah. We'll, buy a, we'll buy a ticket to a ball game. Dog. $7.50 hot dog before an $11 movie. We'll stop at the ball. Oh my god. Maybe a sub. Ooh, we'll get hot dogs. It's okay. Alright boys, let's guess this movie that we all want to see called Birdman, directed by Alejandro. I'm not sure if that's true. In a reto. You don't want to see it? You don't I do. See, you don't want oh, to see it? Nate. Yeah. I want to see it. Oh, okay. see it. I want to see it. I don't think it's good. You definitely don't want to see it by yourself. <laughs> you don't think it's good? No, Michael I Keaton, don't. Keaton, Zach Galifianakis, Edward Norton, Emma Stone, Naomi Watts, Amy Ryan. I know. <laughs> Amy I, Ryan. Right, exactly. Exactly. I think I'm going to be... I'm going to like it. But right. I don't think it's this... I don't think it's a game changer. Do you think it's taking itself too seriously? <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. You told me this guy wears a scarf all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So does Wes Anderson. So yeah. your guess is judge a book by its cover. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think it's going to be good, but I think there'll be... I don't know what's going to drop it down a few, but I don't think it's in the 90s. Not even upper 80s. I'm going 83. Ooh. So, 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 guess. All right. <laughs> so that guess is played out. You guessed that. Made so good. Guess. I guessed a lot higher. 84. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're wow. one, one higher. 83, 84. I'm the fucking with my birth year. 86. That's why I almost Whoa, that's the second straight podcast where we're within 3%. It's crazy. Um, I really did not see myself. Sandwich. 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 Oh, boy, sandwich. Rich bro. 84, 86. <laughs> yeah, so if it's, someone smacked it. If it's below 85, Tra- uh, Travis, Travis will see yeah. it. If it's above, Nate will see it. All right, let's just go through the consensus. A thrilling leap forward for director Alejandro González Enrito. Birdman is an ambitious technical showcase powered by a layered story and outstanding performances from Michael Keaton oh, and so Ed Norton. Yeah. 94. Woo! Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm Gosh. so excited. Yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Awesome. Looks <laughs> good. 
Thanks for listening. We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series, and our sketches on Facebook, YouTube, our website, cookstreetproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter at Core <laughs> Cook with a K underscore Street. Yeah.